This is a HeadGum Podcast. Howdy, Nadpoles. Caldwell here to talk to you about my body. This past year, I started working out more, and as a result, I've become a bit of a protein fiend. The only problem is that trying to eat enough protein to gain muscle is nearly impossible. For a while, I tried to live that Gaston life and just ate dozens of eggs every day. But after months of doing that, I forgot how to read books and kept attempting to storm castles so that I could kill the cursed beasts that live within. Luckily, Magic Spoon was there to save the day. Not only is it high protein, it's got zero grams of sugar and only 140 calories per serving. It's also keto-friendly, gluten-free, grain-free, and soy-free. Plus, they've got an amazing variety pack with four great flavors. Cocoa, fruity, peanut butter, and my personal fave, their delicious, ultra-crunchy frosted cereal. This pack has 13 to 14 grams of protein and only 4 to 5 grams of net carbs. So, if you're ready for a protein-packed breakfast bonanza, go to magicspoon.com slash pawpaw to grab a variety pack and try it today. And be sure to use our promo code PAWPAW at checkout to save $5 off your order. Magic Spoon is so confident in their product, it is backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. If you don't like it for any reason, they're going to refund you money, no questions asked. Remember, start the new year off right with a delicious bowl of high-protein cereal at magicspoon.com slash pawpaw and use the code pawpaw to save $5 off. Thank you, Magic Spoon, for sponsoring this episode. Welcome to the campaign after the campaign. This is not another D&D podcast. Welcome back to Bahumia, everyone. Bahumia. I'm your dungeon master, Brian Murphy, joined by Jake Hurwitz. Hard one, Surefoot. Emily Axford. Moonshine Sabin. Wrecker of Rusgak. Ooh. <laughs> Ageless, rageless. And engage <laughs> less. Ooh. Oh, nice. You broke them off. Yep. Huh. No longer fiance. Do not have any rages left going into this fight cold. And Caldwell Tanner. Beverly Togold the fifth, slaying the devil's advocate. Ooh. Interesting. Yeah. Indeed you are. Indeed you mm-hmm. are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is our first ever episode from the NADPOD studio. Oh, the NAD wow. hole. The NAD hole, the a.k.a. Nad the NAD hole, a.k.a. the boy cave. <laughs> because Emily and I just got a house, and we uh, started to build a studio here. It's about half finished, um, but I'm thinking it... At first, I was like, oh, this is going to look like a tavern. I'm going to paint it to look kind of like Bilbo Baggins' house, like a hobbit hole. But it just ended up looking like a childish version of a man cave. So it's the boy cave. It's the yeah, boy king. Yeah, but that's because you haven't dispatched me into the thrift stores to look for shit for this. Because I, me in a thrift store... Yo. Let her loose, man. <laughs> Let her you're, loose. You're, I'll, I'll allow, yeah, go for it. I'm, I'm you gotta in, send me on assignment, though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kind of enjoying the Boy King's Rumpus Room vibe. Yeah. This is very, very much Boy King's Rumpus Room. Yeah. This is yeah. the place where he pops his zits. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking um, disgusting. It, looks, it feels, I know it's not, it's like you think it's half finished, but it feels like home already. I'm loving yeah. it. Yeah. This yeah, the yellow right. walls feel very warm. It's like being pissed. And on. we got cascading waterfall uh, Christmas lights. We got yeah, we got ambient Christmas lighting. lights. Christmas lights up. Yeah. I think also it's it's nice that this room is like really our own. You know, it's a D and D room. This is a, this is a room that is for the express like podcasting business. That is it. It doesn't have else. doesn't have the 
energy and vibe of all those other podcasts that were using headgum. No. Yeah. Fuck headgum. Fuck <laughs> headgum. The podcast network I co-own. <laughs> and that gets us all of our ads. Don't you dare try and record high and mighty in this room. <laughs> Wouldn't work. Shit, Gabrus is knocking. <laughs> He's oh, no. high, he needs to do a power hour <laughs> right now. He just punched a hole in our wall. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Um, yeah, but I, I planned the whole session today in this room, and I oh, felt man. like Rob Stark <laughs> in the fucking war tent. Yep. Yeah, bitch. And I was, Mother. and I was, uh, I was naked and covered in a bearskin rug, just like his wife. <laughs> <laughs> How am I supposed to play D and D with you looking like that? <laughs> we just watched that scene. <laughs> yeah. Emily, did you like come up behind him and massage his shoulders and say, "Come to bed, dear"? Yeah. No, I just I just fucking lay on my side with that fucking hot ass hourglass. Yeah, <laughs> the the lower back dimples. Yeah, <laughs> what Amir, are the Venus dimples? Yeah, Amir's trying to get me to marry like some other headgum royalty to like, unite the podcast uh, right. world, but uh, you know I'm sticking with Emily. And when next time we have a meeting, that's I'm like I'm gonna for be that, killed. <laughs> that, the headgum anniversary party. <laughs> Emily arrives with child. <laughs> Marty We're, comes and stabs Marty me three stabs. times in the We're stomach. podcasting for three. <laughs> Leave the cats at home. I beg of you. <laughs> they fucking kill me and then put my cat's head on me. Oh, my God. Parade oh me God. around the headgum studio. Oh, my God. That'd be pretty funny, just honestly. As, just as Caldwell showing up to record. <laughs> <laughs> hey, sorry I'm late, guys. Caldwell's the blackfish. He's just pissing outside. <laughs> He just gets killed off screen later, but you think he might come back and do something cool. I'm texting like 10 minutes out. Can't wait to record. (laughs) Anyone Uh, need food? Oh, my goodness. Okay, guys. We're here to play D&D, so let's do a recap of last week. So last week, you guys snuck down into the crypts below the chapel in Frostwind Cemetery. You were led down there by Ruskak, the de facto leader of the Dwarfin Gang. It came my personal punching bag. (laughs) There you go. After he pushed Moonshine, you guys entered combat with him, but quickly realized that he was just a punk who talked a big game. Under intimidation, Ruskak revealed that he'd never actually talked to the boss, but only his acolytes and has never been down to the lower levels himself. Only Joris has done that. So you sent him off, then went down to the second level where eyeless acolytes of Akarat's order were wandering about. One of them caught Ben Beverly and brought him to see the boss himself. Akarat attempted to recruit Bev and told him that his paladin powers could be used to channel the power of the nine hells. Bev refused, but Akarat offered him a coin and said to call him should he ever need help. Akarat also revealed some of his own powers, that he has the ability to see through the eyes of his followers and in some cases control their entire bodies. Such was the case with his current form. Bev and Akarat were then joined by Hard One and Moonshine, and Akarat demanded that Ulfgar be returned to him. Additionally, he offered information on Gemma's murder, provided one of you join him. You refused all of Akarat's offers, but as a show of good faith, he allowed hard one to take a crack at the man who threw the knife and presumably killed Gemma. Unfortunately, when Hard One pulled back the hair of the dwarf, it was revealed to be another one of Akarat's hollow bodies. What? What? Hollow bodies. No, we remember. And he stabbed Hard One. 
A fight ensued and you defeated Akarat's two hollow body forms. You then found a note in his office that made it seem like whoever was following Gemma was also following the missing pale prince. You then heard a shriek and ran down the hall through some double doors where Joris was about to be inducted into the order. You saw about a dozen acolytes in robes surrounding a disgusting beast with big empty eye sockets and huge heavy bags under its eyes drooping and crying puddles of black tears approaching an unconscious Joris chained to the floor and that's where we are now so you guys are in this cave-like room there are candles everywhere there are about 12 acolytes chanting at the doors behind you, uh, to the sides, are the two guards that were guarding Akarat's room. They're wearing blackened leather armor with daggers at their sides, and the rest of the guys are just in robes. Uh, and Joris is about to get fucked up by this hunched back, saggy-skinned, crying monster with big ol' empty eye sockets. Its spine juts out uh, like sticks in a tent under its baggy skin. Uh, it has That's spiked cool. hands that it uses to hobble on like big canes. And you guys are wearing robes. So provided that you guys are kind of hunched over, you're kind of blending in right now and everybody's a little distracted. What do you do? Uh, under my breath, I whisper the words to turn the faithless using my amulet. And I cast it on the beast. Okay, so what does he roll? Uh, it's a wisdom saving throw. I am so sorry, but he rolled a natural 17, which That's means pretty he definitely good. passes. Okay. That's uh, so you wise. See he has no there. eyes, right? Just sockets? He's crying. He's got eyes. Uh, crying, you see right? he takes a spiked hand, dips it into the black goo that it's been crying, and jams it in one of Joris' eyes. Jesus, I, th I throw my uh, javelin at him. Okay. Can I do that? Uh, I'm just rushing him. Yeah. Go ahead and roll initiative. All right. 21. 7. 12. Wait, did he get that in his eye? Uh, yeah. Oh, shit. My boy lost an eye? Your boy lost an eye. Oh, hey, okay. ain't nothing wrong with an eye patch, a little character. Bev goes to turn the faithless on this dude. He resists. He roars this shrieking cry. <laughs> and like fucking Dalsim from Street Fighter, he's got this, like, harpoon hand that he scoops this black gunk and shoves a spike right into Joris's eye. Ooh. Hard one, that is you. Yeah, you're not going to turn him with a fucking prayer, bud. Out of the way. I'm going to throw my spear at him. Uh, go for it. Oh, nice. you're uh, lightning. Jab yeah, my javelin. Your lightning javelin. Go for it. I crit. <gasps> yes! yes! Dude. Yes, crit yes. with the lightning javelin. Wait, is that the first attack of, of the, the studio? Is a crit? Oh, beautiful. <gasps> I have crit yeah. with a crit. Laura's masturbating in the corner. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> that's the creepiest image. Um, hello, Nadpod tattoo. <laughs> that's some fucking Bloomhouse shit, Emily. Don't say that out loud. So when you throw the lightning javelin, it forms a line five feet wide that extends from you, and everybody needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Wow. And they take 46 lightning damage on a failed save and half as much on a successful one. And because uh, you crit. So it does javelin damage, uh, which is 1d6 uh, plus 4d6 of lightning damage. Damn. And you fucking crit. You're going to do 10d6 damage with this. <laughs> oh! 
Wow. On a whole fucking line of people. Yeah, so I'm going to say that these guys are kind of circled up. So I'll say there are 12 guys, so you're going to have line on like three of them plus the main sad dude. I'm sad. I'm just going to start Finally, giving getting you some D6s, voice on this guy. my dude. Uh, yeah, get Give this man some up. D6s. Yeah. Oh, yeah, five. The Acolytes do not save. And these guys are not, so you guys, when you guys, last time you guys fought the Eyeless, they were like these paladin guys that had chain mail and stuff. These guys are just in robes. So these guys are a different yeah, ilk. Bitch. Yeah, Oh, just so they're going to be easier to hit. And the fucking sad guy rolls a one. So everybody fails. <laughs> You're about yeah. to be even sadder. Woo! Count sixes. them up. 32 damage. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wait, but that's before the javelin. What do I roll for the javelin? The javelin Two is just 1d6 uh, plus your strength modifier. But then isn't it two because he crit? Yes, two d6s because you crit. So you see this monster shoves a spike into Joris's eye. Joris was unconscious. Joris wakes up and starts screaming. You throw your javelin. Explosion of lightning as it goes through all these acolytes. Toasts. Three of them. Just gone. Uh, and then sinks itself into the chest of this beast. Oh, why did you do that? Yeah, because you don't fuck with anybody from the Dwarfenage, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, six more javelin damage to that guy. Oh, plus my strength modifier. Ooh. 14. Jesus. He's crying now. You hit this dude right in the chest. Uh, you see he gets shocked. Oh, I don't uh, like being well, shocked. Yeah, that makes sense. Shut <laughs> I'm sad. Uh, that is his turn. He is going to, he turns his attention from Joris, who is on the ground like spasming, uh, trying to grab at his missing eye that now is just this blackened like smoke mark it almost looks like there's like ash in his eye he's like trying to grab at it but he's chained down don't touch uh, it bud <laughs> don't pick at it I know it hurts so bad I do not like this oh. you're only gonna make it worse uh, he shoots a harpoon like extendo arm at you hard one. Oh, you got one too <laughs> and he misses big time yes. you duck out of the way I roll out of the way you of course you roll out of the way Sick barrel uh, like a roll. real turd, though. A little bit unnecessary of a barrel roll. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like a sideways somersault. Sort of like when you jump up for a frisbee that wasn't that high. <laughs> uh, that is... You rip your pants. <laughs> Moonshine's turn. All right. So, Moonshine, you've got nine acolytes that have now... Right. Now everyone has turned their attention to you guys because they were all just kind of watching this go down and chanting for this beast to do its job. Uh, but now they've all turned to you now that uh, lightning has blown up many of their friends. Okay, Joris's eye. Does it look like that's something like that I could almost cauterize or something like that if I went over there? His one eye looks like one of the eyeless's eyes. Like right, the smoky, it looks like something eye. he's fucked up. Like, I'm wondering, can I just like, can I do anything to like, to make that whatever transformation is happening stop? You, you see that he looks traumatized and he's screaming so he has not been inducted fully yet but he okay. lost an eye so you just need to kind of kill this guy or grab him and run do you want me to i might be equipped to handle that okay well it sounds like maybe it's it's not something that is like spreading to his other yeah eye. right it's more like they have to remove both of his eyes before okay. they do the thing all or nothing yeah first off i just want to say y'all i pity this eye monster he's 
crying black tears like Maribel did. Mm. He's enjoying Help it. Help me. I don't enjoy it. He loves it. I hate he, it. I think that there's like a nice little shopkeeper under there. Please. <laughs> there might be, but we, let's put him out of his I owned a hot dog car. <laughs> I knew it. Yeah. I knew it. Don't Not worry. Not really. I was born in hell. <laughs> oh. Okay. I'm a failure. I'm but did a, you? But did you sell hot dogs? I'm just a hell? harvester. I need to harvest their eyes with my tears. See, so the eyes are like I'm small a failed hollow owner. body. Sounds like a blue collar job. To <laughs> I'm a failure. No, you're not. So I do you am. have? Do you have hot dogs or not? Clarify. I, I lied about the freaking <laughs> hot dogs. Moochon, he doesn't have any hot dogs. Kill him. Well, and just in case he might, um, <laughs> do I have a clear shot that I can run over up and attack him? Yeah, you him? guys are like fifteen or twenty. All right, yeah, from. I'm going straight for I'm going straight for him. But okay. I'm I'm attacking not to kill. Just want to put that out there. <laughs> he is a full-on hell monster. Mm, I'm not attacking we'll to kill just that. yet. <laughs> you slashed into that I'm team. I'm going to put him unconscious. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, but this guy sounds like a small business owner, and I can appreciate that one. I was lying. I'm sorry. <laughs> at the end of the day, we might be able to turn him into a dolphin, which would be a nice update. Uh, go ahead and uh, uh, take a crack at him. 13. 13 does not hit. Uh, all uh, right. Well, I'm still going to spores him for 12. Okay. Uh, why did you do that? Because I'm trying to save you. I don't want to be saved. That right, is... Well. The guys at the door, these guys with like blackened leather armor, uh, they are going to run up behind Hard One. Do they want to be saved? These guys are full eyeless zombie dudes. I do not want to be saved. I love serving Dark Master. Okay. You, you can all live long lives of dolphins if you come with us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, stick around. I got polymorphs for all y'all. Shout out to the two crew. First two of the new studio yes. uh, is some nerd fucking. The Tudio. Uh, uh, <gasps> the Tudio. Wow. Oh my God, we came up with the this. I don't know. I like. The Tudio. I, I think Nadhole's pretty good. Nadhole is good. Nadhole is good. Nadhole is very AKA good. AKA the Boy Cave, AKA the Tudio. The Tudio. <laughs> it really, that, that fucking floored me. I have to go home. <laughs> He tries to stab you in the ass, and you catch the knife uh, between your butt cheeks. And I let Whoa. it—I let it go into my butt cheek just a little because I had an itch there, <laughs> just enough to activate your what, prostrate. Why would you do it? What is this? <gasps> That's right, a little to the left. The other guy—the other guy tries to stab you in the ass. Uh, he definitely hits. All right, I was distracted. <laughs> so he does fourteen damage to you. Hard one. Uh, just right. a big, chunky uh, stab of the ass. Right in the meat. Right in the meat of the ass. And Bev, that's Honestly, your turn. Honestly, probably one of the most comfortable places to get stabbed. That's true. Unless mm -hmm. you've got like a really muscular one, then you're going to be tearing a lot of valuable muscle, and which I, you I, hard do. Hard one actually has a real fat ass. Oh, shit. Of course, I have a badonkadonk. <laughs> Moonshine sees this, and having a similar badonkadonk herself feels like sympathy pains. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, Beverly. That's so thick. I know you feel that. <laughs> I know you feel it in your stringy muscle. Ooh. <laughs> That's the sound I made when the guy scratched my ass. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, Beverly Togold, the flattest ass in Bohemia, <laughs> approaches I the harvester. I believe it. <laughs> Just ass like a coaster. <laughs> no meat on this tush. Uh, and I'm going to use my last divine smite. Oh, nice. Uh, does an 18 hit. 18 sure hits. It's Alrighty. Got a hit. I'm just a big naked guy, man. 
<laughs> I'm aiming for the nakedest part. Oh, my bags of skin. <laughs> yeah, you, you stab into so his very droopy eyelids and just black ooze comes out. Going for the bags. He oh, my like... bags, man. No. <laughs> All right, that's 14. And then uh, is this a, I imagine He's this a is a fiend. fiend. Yeah. All right, so I get super to do. Super fiend, super fiend, super fiendish. <laughs> All right, so I get to do 3d8. Yeah, it's 14 and then. Remember, everyone, don't hit to kill. <laughs> Keep me alive. I'm from hell. Uh, this is the only way Akarok could it's like use finding a me. black widow in your house, and Emily's like, don't kill it, don't kill it. <laughs> That's uh, 26 damage. Jesus, dude. Yeah, he looks super hurt. I'm, I'm so hurt. <laughs> I can't tell if you're actually sad or if it's just the tears coming out. I'm freaking sad, man. Will the tears like change colors if you're actually sad? I'm very confused. I'm sad. All right, so that is the acolyte's turn. Uh, you see they are uh, speaking in tongues. They lift their hands up uh. to all nine of them, cast cure wounds. Cure on the wounds? Beast. That's I, my shit, bitch. I jump in the way of one of them to <laughs> get some oh, on my eyes. Oh, yeah. I have cured the Oski. bad guy. <laughs> Do it on my butt. The, light, <laughs> the guy who's been Quickly. stabbed in the butt. I wouldn't mind a cure on my butt, too. <laughs> Nothing even happened to it. <laughs> I know. I'm at full health, but you don't turn down a cure on the ass when it comes your way. <laughs> well, then not cure your ass. <laughs> uh, they cure him uh, for a bunch of HP. Hmm. Not that much, though. They're, they're um, not great, uh, as can be Good. told by them getting roasted by a javelin, passing them by. Mm. Uh, that is back up to hard one. Oh, wait, uh, I, I only took one attack. Uh, okay. May I have another, please? Yes, go ahead and take your attack. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to the two crew. Oh, what? fuck, I never activated my sword. You didn't activate your sword. Oh. Okay. All right, well, can I activate it as a bonus action this time? Yes, yes, right, cool. yes. Okay, so you activate it as a bonus action. I picture I picture you activating your sword being like someone um, sharpening their knife, you know, like uh, when you see like a chef who's like really good at sharpening his knife and it looks like- You'd think that, what but what about? I do is I kiss the entire length of the blade. <laughs> <laughs> Just blood all over your lips. <laughs> so sharp. Just little pecs. I like pecs. it all as little pecs. <laughs> <laughs> that is hard one's turn. Uh, I'd like to turn around on the guys stabbing me in the ass and oh. swing my ax on the one that did not stab my ass, but itched my ass. Okay. Hmm. I just itch you. I'm just hanging out. I'm just here to itch you your ass. You shouldn't have touched my ass. It inspired the other I guy. I did it for the Gark Lord. You see his eyes turn red. Akarat <laughs> can see you now. Does a 15 hit him? It does. Oh, they so armor. Weak. You itch the ass, you get the axe. Oh. You shouldn't have touched my buttocks. Axe for ass. <laughs> axe for ass. Axe for ass. That's uh, the name of this episode, right, Murph? Axe for ass, yeah. <laughs> That's Everyone unsubscribed. Uh, 16, 16 damage. <gasps> He's so hurt, but still alive. Uh, I'm going to take a second swing at him. Okay. 21. That hits. That hits. Wow. Uh, 18. He's gone. Finish him. Cool. I take the... So he was a sword that went into my ass? It was... Yeah. It was like... It was a dagger. Cool. I take the dagger, I pick a little dingleberry off my butt, and then I <laughs> oh. shove it through his mouth. Oh, this man! Sure does. 
You had that dingleberry just ready to go? I've had this since later on, brother. <laughs> Those sliders took a beating coming yeah. at you. We, we, took a, we took a bath at your house, and that was the last time. It's true. Your diet has been very varied since mm-hmm. we started this. Uh, so you go, th- you stick that dingleberry through this guy's face, and it hits the guy next to him, because uh, we got cleave rules. It's been a long time since you've, hey. you guys have fought uh, stupid wieners. That's nice. Uh, and you do eight damage to the guy next to him. Wow. Oh, you did eight damage to me. Uh, that is the bad boy, the big sad guy. Oh, I'm so sad. Bad boy, the sad boy. Uh, he's going to, uh, his, his big harpoon Dalsim arm is like deflated next to hard one and he pulls it back and he's going to shoot it out again. And it's all flaccid. It's so flaccid. <laughs> that is only a 15 to hit. He fucking misses again. Wow. Yeah. I rolled out of the way again. <laughs> oh, wait. So I was wrong. He uh, he does roll with advantage on attacks. I forgot to oh. do that when people are near him. Uh, so hard one, he does hit you. Okay. <laughs> My roll was for naught. Hard one, surefoot. The roly poly. <laughs> Don't let that catch on. Uh, hard one, he hits you for 25. Uh, this harpoon Ooh. arm Ow. shoots out, and the spike stabs into you, and you are grappled. Oh, you shit. need to use an action to get out of it. And... Uh, Bev and Moonshine, you guys are up in the mix with him. He cries these big oozy tears out of his big gaping eye sockets. Uh-huh. And oh. you guys are going to take some damage as these I just tears... want to be clear that I take the damage because I'm sympathetically uh, <laughs> scooping up his tears. I appreciate <laughs> it. Drinking them. Wait, these are, these are like, so poisonous I will kiss and bad. the tears from your cheek. Are these projectile tears? <laughs> no, because you're up in the mix, right? You attacked him. Yeah. You're right next to him. He's gushing. It's oh, like he's standing just gushing. Next to a yeah, he's gushing. It's just like being at Six Flags under like the misting machine. <laughs> yes. So you guys are essentially on the bridge by a log flume, and you guys take nine damage each. Oh, we're in the splash zone. Nine I don't damage. Like it. Mm. Nine damage each. That's okay. Moonshine's turn. All right. I don't tell him this. Oh, I'm sorry. I cried on you. I keep, I keep up my sympathetic tone, but now I want to kill him. Okay. <laughs> but I'm still acting like I'm going to show him mercy. I'm glad I have at least one friend here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks. Uh, I'm on your side. Thank you. Does a uh, 22 hit? It super does. All right. Why are you swinging that sword at me for friends? Because you're gonna be a lot. You're gonna be a lot happier what? when you're unconscious. Why are the sword? Why is your sword on fire? <laughs> All right. He's gonna take a twenty-one. Jesus, nice. nice Rosaline, first time ever getting to use your fire gem. Uh, no, I've used it. Okay. I used it. I, I warmed oh, you used up it on, on goddamn rust <laughs> Second time ever using it on a hell beast. That's good. So that's First 21? time used on a teen. Twenty-one. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna cry some fucking spores at him. Ah, uh, you're sad uh, too. You know your story's moving me so much. Ah, uh, <laughs> your tears hurt points. too. But are you like flicking the sleep out of your eyes, Adam? Yeah, yeah. I got like I got eye crusties that are actually just poisonous spores. I have to respect it. So thirty-two, bitch. Okay, he is very hurt. Uh, that is the guy who successfully stabbed your ass, hard one. Oh, shit. That's his turn. He's going to... You turned around. Live. He's going to try to stab <laughs> you. Oh, he's oh. going for the other cheek? Shit. He sucks ass when he doesn't have sneak attack. He just... He takes a wild swing at your dick. <laughs> uh, he misses Respect. so hard. Thank God. I do not know how to hit in the front. <laughs> that really would have changed the story. <laughs> I would have... I want to cut your dick off. <laughs> At 
Yeah. Put a knife. I will not rest Finally until your dick is Finally getting back together gone. with your girlfriend and then getting your dick God damn. Yeah, now go from first him. base to uh, your penis It kind of works out because Jake's favorite character in Game of Thrones is Theon. Yeah, but only, <laughs> only I know my favorite character is Reek. Right. <laughs> Dude fucking loves Reek and Viserys. Yeah. Those are his two favorite characters. If Hardwood's dick got chopped off, he would instantly scream, Theola! <laughs> Except you as my lord and savior. Akron, I'm ready yeah. to make a deal. I'll make a deal with the devil. <laughs> bring Akron, my dick back, I'll kill my friends. I need you to bring back the most important thing I've ever lost. Uh, that is Beverly's turn. Okay. When you bring it back, can you bring it back just a little bit bigger? <laughs> He um, brings it back. No, 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 no. It was way bigger than this. <laughs> Could I do a comedy routine to stop the harvester from crying? Uh, Operation roll, Funny roll Lad. Roll two nat 20s in a row. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Can I use my performance you bonus? Get one. That's no. so fucking awesome. <laughs> Did you roll a nat 20? If you roll another goddamn nat 20, then Pelor has blessed you to make this guy stop crying. To do a type five? This is insane. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, I got a five. Okay. I will still let you do an attack if right. you would like. <laughs> yeah, can I because still... of the nat 20, you dance so naturally. <laughs> Why are you dancing? Is it cheering you up? No. <laughs> Did somebody order a stripper? Uh, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, guess I, I instinctively nat, start the, stripping, too. <laughs> what the nat 20 does is, is it allows like a perfect skip into just a forward stab. <laughs> That would have been insane. Yeah, wait, can I use the nat 20 for, uh, like, critical damage? No, now you oh, have to attack. Fine. Okay. <laughs> if, if you had gotten two nat 20s in a row to make a hell beast stop crying because of dancing. <laughs> no, I was going to do a stand-up stand set. Right, okay. <laughs> What's the deal with the devil? <laughs> do you make a deal with the devil? <laughs> Not bad. It's wordplay. Thank you. Hard thank one's you. chuckling. Yeah. Moonshine's into it. She drops her sword and just slapping her Wait, knee. Wait, no, no. <laughs> somewhere, clap. Somewhere old Cobb's nose is bleeding. <laughs> do one about airship travel. <laughs> Have you ever had the food? It's just rat sashimi. <laughs> That's my father's ship you're talking about. <laughs> so sorry. What, what did you get on your attack roll? <laughs> I got a um, uh, 25. 25 that hits, yeah. okay. believe it or not. Neato. All right, let's do some damage. That is going to be 10 for my first attack. Okay, he is so goddamn hurt. Yes. I'm right. so goddamn hurt. Kill him. If you would just laugh, this could have been different. I can't laugh, I'm too sad. <laughs> I had a lot of topical stuff. Let me harvest this boy. I had some real zingers about gnomes. Show him what we do to hecklers, Bev. Uh, ooh, <laughs> does 15 hit? 15 does not hit. All right. <laughs> he is a heckler, because he's from heck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm from heck. He laughs a little bit. That was fucking does hilarious. He, yeah, does he laugh at me whiffing as I try to hit him? Yeah. <laughs> that was funny, kid. I fall uh, right on my ass. <laughs> that is back to the Acolyte's turn. Cool. They are going to all cast Cure Wounds oh, on the big yeah. old Oh, yeah, use up all your spell slots on someone else, and then we'll just We do not you. have many spell slots. We suck so much ass. We're doing <laughs> what we can. They all say that in unison. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. <laughs> We suck so goddamn bad. Dang it, okay. they're acknowledging how much they suck. What else do we have to go on? You cannot own us, for we are already <laughs> on. <laughs> Just eight mile rules. sound so cute. <laughs> how do you dunk on the already dunked? We cannot be dunked on. We are the bomb. 
<laughs> that is hard one's turn. Uh, I'm going to swing at the guy that stabbed my ass and tried to chop off my dick. I just want to chop off your dick, man. Are 22 you? to hit the guy that tried to chop that off is. my dick. Hard one, I think this guy's a hot dog salesman. I am. I do want to sell you a hot dog to hell. 14 damage to <laughs> the dick slayer. He's so hurt. I am. It is I, dick slayer. All right, now I'm coming for your dick. Okay. Yes. Win. Uh, I hit him. 24. Yes. Okay, cool. Wait, you beat a fucking 12, dude? <laughs> yeah, dude. That's what's up. And 10 damage to him. Super finish him. Yes! Uh, now I take his sword that he tried to chop off my dick with, <laughs> and I chop off his dick. Oh, wow. yeah. It does not hurt that bad. Wow. I do not have any desire other than to chop off people's dicks and stuff. I put it on the end of the sword, and I stick it in his mouth. <laughs> oh, I have to eat my own dick? That yeah. sucks. Bye-bye, baby. He's gone. He dies. That's kind he of... chokes on his own dick and dies. Hard one. That's punching down a little bit. Yeah, maybe a little bit. <laughs> I chop off my own dick in solidarity. <laughs> Hard one cannon doesn't have a dick. You heard it here first, guys. Edit that out of the podcast. <laughs> oh, wait. So, Hard one. I forgot that you were grappled that whole time, but that just that is not the same as restrained. That just means that um, your speed is zero. Oh, I wasn't moving, right? So you were literally just, just chopping dicks. You're stabbed, you're stabbed by a harpoon, uh, just uh, cutting off dicks and cool. ser- serving them up. Awesome. Honestly, I don't even try looks... to get out of the harpoon. Dicks to shame me. Uh, <laughs> so on the harvester's turn, he cries those big goopy tears. Oh, I'm going to cry on. fucking tears on you guys. I love it. It's like one of those cool showers that feels like a waterfall. <laughs> uh, you get... Uh, <laughs> Burning hot tar falls on your head. Ooh, am I at the spot? Good. <laughs> For 14 damage. Ouch. I needed to exfoliate. <laughs> to Bev and Moonshine. Oh, boy. Oh, okay. So he can use two harpoon arms. So then he's going to shoot a harpoon arm at Moonshine. All right. Does he know that I have a, a fucking awesome AC? 16. Does not hit. Does not hit. With Try me, bitch. I'm a barbarian. I got hide of steel. Moonshine. He tries to use his second harpoon arm to grab you. I just want to stab you with this. I'm freaking sorry. And then my body moves out of the way like a belly dancer, like but horizontal. Whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> horizontal belly dancing. <laughs> so pliable. Hard one. Go ahead and make a wisdom saving throw. What? Not a problem. I'm very smart. <laughs> Wait, are you in Bev's aura? Am I? Oh, yeah. No, you're so far no, away. Yeah, yeah, he's... Does an eight save? It does not, believe it or not. Oh. Hard mm-hmm. one. You, after cutting this dude's dick off and shoving the dick kebab <laughs> in his mouth, turn around. You still have this dude's fucking harpoon arm in your shoulder and he just looks at you with the saddest big disgusting goopy eyes you see this black goop so quickly travels down his harpoon arm uh, and goes on your face and sizzles and burns you for 23 damage Uh, no not your beard I'm sorry, but that also looks so badass. Yeah. Like, see if maybe you Thank keep you. It. Fucking thanks. I was talking to hard one, but. <laughs> I heard I, it though. I do pity you. You're just a sad skin tent. Moonshine, that's your turn. <laughs> All right. Let's go for it. Merciful murder. Please kill him. I'm very hurt. Oh, no. This is a 13 hit. I already know 13 it 13 does not hit. All right. He well. grabs it between his big, his big saggy gut skin. He uses it to catch your sword. Oh. I have so much skin. All right, well, how about a little lotion for it? And then I hock up some spores and <laughs> oh. rub it in gently like Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that it's... hurts him for 12. 
That is Bev's turn. All right. Um, yeah, how's how's the harvester looking? He was on death's door, then got healed up. He's still looking pretty hurt, but he'd need to have a real good turn to kill him. He's on death's stoop. He's on death's stoop. Ooh, he pulled up to death's on, door, and, on... and he's honking the horn, but he's not out of the car <laughs> yeah. yet. He's on a rocking chair in death's sunroom, but... He's in the solar. <laughs> yeah, the solarium. How many uh, acolytes are left? Nine. Okay, I'm going to start hacking at some of these axes. Okay. Hack the axe. Hack the axe. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm just gonna try and cleave as many as I can. Let's Go do ahead. some damage. Mm-hmm. Uh, 16. Does that hit? Super hits. Yeah, cool. I think I'm just wearing a robe. Them. Okay, that is 13 for that turn. One is gone. Cool. Uh, you fully decapitate his head and then stick into the neck of the next one. Ow! If I was a real person, I would be a sad. You are a real person. You're valid. Hey, thank you so much. Now kill I'm him. Going to kill you. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh-huh. Uh oh, that's a that's a 20. Okay, that super hits. Let's do you some hit more. Me, believe it or not. My D8 with destiny is saying 14. 14, Jesus. D8 okay. with destiny. It's nice. a little fun. Ooh. You fully kill another two. You cut through the rest of that guy's head and then cut off the next guy's head. Uh, and now there are six left. I pose. Ooh, that is a cool I pose. take notice of it. They all chant, that is a cool pose. We if are you, still going to heal. If you've seen like the D.Va animation from Overwatch, that's kind of what I do. <laughs> we are now going to heal the harvester. Good luck. Dang, y'all still got spell slots? We only have three. This is the last time we can do this. Good. Thank Thanks you. for letting I us like know. the way you speak, Thank though. you so much. <laughs> all in unison. <laughs> it sounds so cute. Hey, what did y'all have for Thank dinner you. last night? Oh. We had meatloaf. <laughs> <laughs> what did y'all have for breakfast this morning? We had sausage and egg. <laughs> and lunch. We had ham sandwiches. What are y'all getting each other for Christmas? <laughs> oh, don't make us say that. That needs to be a secret. <laughs> they healed us. This dude's looking healthy again. No! Y'all are gonna die. Oh, this no. is hard one's turn. Oh, they all owe each other a Coke, though. Uh, I'm gonna try to swing my axe at the guy that has his harpoon handed me and is burning my face and killing me. Yeah. Uh, you can't move, dude. Oh, I can't move? No, you're far away from him. Why? Because you're fucking on the other side can of the room attacking and, the spies. Can you try and like sever the harpoon? Yeah, you can use an action to get out of the grapple, or you can swing at an acolyte nearby. Um, I'm going to try to get out of the grapple then, I guess. Okay, go ahead and uh, make a check. Strength check. Natural 20. Oh! <laughs> you, you burst out. I'll let you... Roll! Yes, roll with, a nat, with a nat 20, I, you don't even need to use an action. Do you want to get out of the grapple, or do you want to try and do a sick stand-up comedy routine right now? <laughs> <laughs> Is this thing on? <laughs> I get out of the grapple. Okay. You, okay. Burst, you burst out of the grapple so easily. Wow, you're lost. Uh, with an at 20, I'll say you don't even need to uh, use your action to do that. Ooh. So now oh, I can yeah. make an attack on this guy? Yes. You should have laughed at my friend's stand-up routine. <laughs> it just wasn't that funny. If you have notes, I'll take them. <laughs> I rolled a four. I'm going to use my final luck point. Okay. Ooh, nice. are, you sure you have enough? are you sure you have one? I'm 90% sure I do. Okay. You, I can, have, you know what? If I didn't have one, shout out uh, at Jake Hurwitz on Twitter if he's cheating free, right now. Feel free to at me. I'm, you know what? Let's just say ball don't lie. Dice don't lie. If I roll, uh, if I hit, then I had one. And if I don't, <laughs> then I didn't. Sure. And I did not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last luck point gone. All right. So I'm going to make my second attack. You whiff. He catches it with his neck skin. Oh, my God. I rolled a three. Oh. I really must be cheating. You 
just flex and the harpoon falls out of your shoulder. You run forward, you swing your axe at him, he catches it in his neck skin. Why did you swing at my neck? Oh my gosh, he's like a basset hound. You swing again uh, and he catches it in his belly fat again and then his neck skin falls in your mouth. Oh <laughs> God, now I know what it tastes like to eat skin. I feel bad for doing it to that other guy. Okay, so that is his turn. On his turn, he cries these big goopy tears. Everyone takes 3d6 of damage. That is 12 to everyone. And then he is going to shoot his harpoon at hard one. Well, I'm probably going to die here. Uh, he super hits. Well, now you're next to me, so I can cure you. Are you down? Not yet. Okay, well, we'll see. He does another 18 damage to you, hard one. I am down. So you guys see hard one is stabbed by this guy with a heart with a harpoon hand it goes right through his abdomen and you guys see this black gunk flowing down this guy's arm and going into hard one's body you see his skin is starting to pale and his veins are like pulsating uh and hard one uh takes damage while he's unconscious and uh loses one death saving throw so that's one fail automatically that Shit. is Yowch. Moonshine's turn. Moonshine's turn. Get to Well, him. you eyeless fuck, you set me up to do what I do best. What? Heal him and hurt him. So I'm going to heal hard one for, ooh, 15. Okay, Thank hard you. one goes back up to 15. <sighs> hard one, you are still harpooned. You felt like you were about to die, and suddenly <gasps> you come back to life, and you are still harpooned and stuck to this man. Oh, just let me die. But you're at, then, you're at 15 HP, yeah. And then I'm uh, going to reaction, send my spores on this. Okay. On this. The moonshine special. The skin fuck. The cool. skin taggy fuck. <laughs> They're not <laughs> skin tags, it's just skin. <laughs> this is like the bad version of Balnor. It's just a big baggy idiot. <laughs> that is Bev's turn. You big baggy idiot. <laughs> I'm not a baggy idiot. You're just like a big Kroger bag. You suck. You suck, man. <laughs> Your friend almost fucking died. No, I didn't. You did, man. No. I felt you. I felt him almost die. He jumped right back up. You guys stopped joking around You're for a, a minute. <laughs> You're a bag of molding. You're you are. Fucking attack me, dude. <laughs> Is it my turn? Yes. I'm going to keep whacking these axes. Okay, go for yeah. it. Whack the axe. Whack, 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 whack the axe. Whack. The axe. Whack, whack, the axe. The nuts, whack, the axe. <laughs> all in unison. Oh, they're so cute. What's your favorite song? <laughs> we all like Boy Problems by Carly Rae Jepsen. That's a it good jam. kind of a deep track on her second album. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good cut. We all like it. No, all of us. No one dissenting. No one dissenting. <laughs> we all work for hell. No one secretly likes Matchbox 20 more. I do. Shut up. <laughs> Uh, 15 hits, right? 15 super hits. Okay. Whew. We what are just what wearing robes. Like to be the rainmaker. <laughs> I like Rob Thomas. Two of, two of them speak in unison. Uh, it's 12 on the first hit. Uh, one guy gone. What are we down to? You guys are down to five. And Burgers five. and fries. Barely a rack of axe. It is hard <laughs> not to hit these guys. Uh-oh. Uh, I challenge you not to hit him, Beverly. With eight plus four is what? That's 11. 12. You hit. Yeah, you okay. still hit. Woo. Great. We are not good. <laughs> tiny robes. We have tiny robes. <laughs> oh, that's not great. Uh, that's going to be eight damage. Uh, eight damage. You you full, you kill the guy that you've already hurt, and you, do, and you do three damage to the next guy. So there are four guys left. 
We got less boy problems now. That is <laughs> their turn. So they're just gonna have to attack Bev. Mm -hmm. They're not good uh, at fighting. They I'm pull out little daggers. These robes was this made for This is not the way we are here. <laughs> <laughs> we only have three spell slots. <laughs> Wait, have they used all their spell slots? They did. They okay. Did. They all just jab. There's four guys <laughs> trying to stab you, Beverly, and you just like stand there and the armor absorbs it. <laughs> we are not good at the fighting. <laughs> just try to hit this ass. It's invisible. <laughs> that is your turn, hard one. Cool. I'm going to try to kill the uh, weepy guy. Cool. Don't kill me, man. Not 20. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's yes. going to feel good. Oh, God, it <laughs> does. <laughs> I almost killed you, dude. Dang, that's your second crit. That's your third fucking yeah, crit. I've been critting a lot, man. Woo! 20 damage. 20 damage. He is quite hurt, but not on death's door yet. I will take my second nah. attack. Go for it. He got healed for a lot a couple times. Uh, 26 to hit. I'm coming for That hits. It hits my baggy skin, man. You ripped open some of my skin sacks. 13 damage. <laughs> 13 damage. Okay, he is still alive. <laughs> Fuck. This guy what looks about, like all of the. He, he looks bad now. Door. We cannot deal him anymore. We, <laughs> we suck so much, goddamn. You're done. We're gonna shove you back under the kitchen sink with all the other bags. I'm going to continue trying to stab you with a butter knife. <laughs> just keep banging off your armor, Beverly. We are trying. Plink, plink, plink. We are trying our best. <laughs> uh, so hard one is still I like stabbed. That so much. They're reminding me of in Toy Story. All those oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's what they're that's like. That's what I'm picturing them as this whole time. He cries big goopy tears uh, all right. on all on, three of you. On. For seven damage. It's dark ah, My hey, dark tart ears. <laughs> uh, and then he is going to shoot his second harpoon arm at you, Moonshine. All right. And he's going to hit. What? No, he's not. I don't think he is. Does yeah, he know what my he, AC is? He got is? a 24. Mm, I don't know if he's going <laughs> to <laughs> 17 damage, Moonshine. Still standing. Okay. He stabs you, Barely. though. You are also caught. Uh, you guys are both like on his arms, and he does this. Ah, I fucking hate my life, man. <laughs> this uh, black tar goes through his arms. Um, Moonshine and Hardwin, give me wisdom saving throws. Hmm. Nineteen. Ten. Ten does not save Moonshine, but uh, Hardwin, you take half damage. Sixteen damage. I'm still standing. <laughs> Moonshine's still standing. Uh, hard down. one, you take half. Oh, shit. Eight. Then I'm good. <laughs> You're good. Woo. Okay. Hard one, barely hanging on. That is Moonshine's turn. All right. I got one hit point. Just going to... Oh, my God. My really? Cards on the table. Jesus. He rolled so bad on his tear point. damage. So I'm just planning on critting. Uh, okay. And... Does an 18 hit? It does. Yeah, yes. I'll take My it. My skin sacks aren't that thick. <laughs> I'll take it. It's just skin. 16 damage. Finish him. Yes. Woo! Okay. Whew. With all of my one hit point, I want to cradle him in my arms and say, think of the happiest moment of your life. It was <laughs> when for a brief second, I was a nude, sexless human. 
who was being harvested to be one of Akarat's hollow bodies. And I thought that maybe I would get to be used by Akarat, but instead it didn't work and now I'm a monster. All right, that's too sad. I decapitate him. <laughs> Tomorrow's another day. He's gone. The best just, moment of your life was almost he, being a devil's he toy. Just, <laughs> he just melts into a sack of skin and black ooze. And that is your turn, Bev. You've got, oh, we got the acolytes four left? of these acolytes left. <sighs> I was going to give him a motivational calendar. I do not need motivation. Not I work, you. I work for hell. <laughs> do you want me to kill you or do you want to give up and fuck, tell us some information? Fuck you. We work for hell. <laughs> All right. Uh, Beverly You're Tornado. So That's what I was Go ahead and swing. Uh, okay, that's 19. That Ooh. super hits. All right, let's see if we can get them all in one go. Come on, baby. Nope, that's a one. Oh. Uh, plus what, though? Uh, eight, or plus seven, so eight. Okay, you fully kill the one that you had already hurt. Alrighty. So there are three left, and you do one damage to the next guy. Let's see here. Okay, that's uh, 25. That hits. Okay. We only have 10 AC. <laughs> yeah, I'm just rubbing it in. Yes, it is very hard to not kill us. That's 11. Yep. That kills one of us and <laughs> hurts the other one a little bit. There are two left. They stab at you with butter knives. <laughs> we are dedicated to the cause. Can we say that the handle of the butter knives has like pretty flowers on it? One guy crit. Like, wow. And one guy missed. Critting with a butter knife. He, oh, he stabs you with a down. He stabs you with a butter knife for 14 damage, Beverly. Wow. Straight up, what did you hope to learn about? Uh, your... That's your turn, hard one. That was the guy that liked Matchbox 20, right? Yeah. I still enjoy it's Rob Thomas. The two people who liked Rob Thomas are still standing. I like oh. him when he's with Santana the most. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I like Rob. It he looks likes like the ocean he likes Santana. Under the moon. It's 21. 21 hits. Same as the emotion that I get from uh, 18 damage. They're both gone. Finish them. <laughs> uh, you got that real love. <laughs> what is that? Uh, make me forget about it. And I chopped them in half. Uh, you chop both of them in half. Uh, you guys have cleared out this entire disgusting room. Ooh. There is no more chanting. Just Joris screaming. Oh, yeah. And let's... he's got this, like, one ashy, fucked up eye. Oh, dude, what happened to me? What happened to me? Does it look, um, look like when Thor lost his eye? Oh. Yes. In uh, oh, Ragnarok? Sweet. Yes. It does. I, I rush over to it and I lay hands. I know it hurts right now, but it's going to look awesome. I kind of come back in the next movie. <laughs> I stick my uh, my finger in my mouth and get it real wet, and then I just kind of, like, run it around the room. Jeez. Okay, oh. go ahead and uh, give me a religion check. Okay. Um, 10. 10. Okay. Hey there, Nadpoles. This episode is brought to you by Raycon. You all know me. I am always on the go. And you know what I love to bring with me wherever I go? It's my Raycon everyday earbuds, folks. Raycon offers amazing quality audio at half the price of other premium audio brands. Don't believe me? Well, how about their tens of thousands of five-star reviews. Raycon's optimized gel tips are designed to fit comfortably in your ears and actually stay there. That is correct. I use mine at the gym and I can tell you what, 
they stay put, folks. My Raycons come with me everywhere, and with eight hours of playtime and a 32-hour battery life, I don't have to worry about whether they're up for the task. They've also got three customizable sound profiles, earbud tap functions, and noise isolation. So go to buyraycon.com slash pawpaw today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right, you will get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com dot com slash pawpaw that is by raycon r-a-y-c-o-n dot com slash pawpaw thank you everybody this episode of nadpod is brought to you by rocket money did you know that nearly 75 percent of people have subscriptions that they've forgotten about it's true and it happens all the time here's an example back in the day if you wanted to watch a movie like let's say joe dirt you just turned on Comedy Central. But now, if you want to watch it, you have to download an app called Bwungle, which says it's ad-free, but when you actually open it up, you find out that Joe Dirt is only available if you buy the Bwungle Platinum Package, which includes Twingus TV and something called Chode Zone Prime. You don't know what those are, but you sign up for a free trial anyway. Six months later, you read a news article that says that Bwungle has gone out of business. Whether you want to admit it or not, you've been bwungled. But don't worry, folks. Rocket Money is here to help. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of 500 million in canceled subscriptions. They also save their members an average of $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. That is rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Rocketmoney.com slash pawpaw. Okay, that's it for me. Enjoy the show and beware the bwongler. Bev, you Can I roll my religion to help his religion? Sure. That's a nat 20, baby. Oh, there you go. Nat 20. Okay, back me up. So, Bev... Gotta get the, gotta get the nips out. Start tweaking. <laughs> Bev Tune into Melora. I cover Joris's other eye. Yeah. <laughs> so, you see this kid is kind of in shock, and he's trying to, you know, just out of pure instinct, grab at his eye, but his hands are chained, and he's kind of splayed there. And, Bev, you go over, and you're trying to lay hands on him, and you're kind of scrambling and going to grab at your amulet, and Moonshine comes over, and she's kind of a calming presence, and she puts her hand on your shoulder. You guys both, like, kind of meet on this wavelength as Bev, you lay hands this kid. You see that his his skin was turning pale and there were like these veins pulsating through him like this poison was going through his body and you do not heal his eye hole or anything, but you see he calms down and he goes, it does, it does not hurt anymore, it's just gone. My eye is gone. You're gonna be okay. I'm telling you, a lot of fucking awesome people are missing an eye. You suddenly see the red eye of Akarat appear in his <sighs> one eye. All right. What is that? That feels weird in my eye. Kid, I'm going to say some stuff, but I'm not talking to you. You motherfucker. Are you spying on us? Uh, the, I cover his eye, eye hole with the amulet. <laughs> uh, ooh. <laughs> Oh, that hurts! God damn it! Sorry, this is, this is hurting the devil more than it's hurting you. Uh, go ahead and roll a religion check. Okay. You're giving him like an exorcism, essentially. Okay, I'm gonna help. I'm gonna try okay. and help. Okay. Oh, damn it. Uh, that's going to be... 16. A, oh, 12. 12. Okay. 
You guys hold him down. You put the amulet to his eye. You see Joris is screaming. Pelor takes you to Flavortown. Pelor <laughs> takes you to Flavortown. <laughs> Malor is indifferent. <laughs> I like to think when our gods work in tandem, it's like them doing like a... 50 plus year old dance at a wedding together. They're kind of like really grooving and <laughs> yeah, freaking. Yeah, yeah. It's like when mom is in the kitchen preparing dinner and then like dad comes in and kind of like dances where they're behind her and like winks <laughs> and at the kids. she like acts like she doesn't like it, but she does. Yeah. <laughs> you guys had a happy childhood. <laughs> uh, so you see his eye is still like blackened and fucked up, but you do see that Akarat's eye uh, retreats. Cool. Let's get this fucker yes. an eye patch. Praise be Malora's indifference. <laughs> yeah, let's get you a real good eye patch. That would be good. Uh, I tear of, a who are from... who are you? Do you work for the boss? Who do you work for? I uh, I bite a piece of my polar bear, my cyclops polar bear pelt off, and fashion him a little um, eye patch. Cool, That's great. You, a you, furry white eye patch. Dope. Dope. You give him a furry white eye patch uh, over his one eye. Um, he's still chained to these posts. Did you buy? I'll swing my axe at the chains. Cool. I'll say you guys are out of combat. You swing down on these chains. You break them. We're here uh, from your sister. Hey. Katya sent us. Yeah. You know Katya. We do. Yeah, we stopped by the dwarfenage. Uh, she still cares about you. It's not was, too late. What was the errand you ran? And please, we will we will not attack you no matter what you say. Hard one's gripping his axe really tight. <laughs> Whatever you say is okay. We honestly just want to know the truth. You can say that you killed someone and it all's forgiven. Or you can say you just went and, you know, helped by a dagger and also all's forgiven. You see he looks down and he goes, I did what I had to do. The other kids were too scared, but... I understand. I snuck down into the crypts, and I was caught by the boss. And he said that he respected my courage, and he could use someone like me. And yeah. so he hired me to do a job. That's tempting. What was the fucking job? The job was to track two nobles, Gemma Bronzebeard and Gerard Coldane. Hmm. So I gathered information on them, and I tracked them. I'm good at hiding, and generally everyone, you know, pretends not to see dwarfins so I could blend in easy. I think that's the truth. I reported my findings back to the boss, and then a few days later he offered me another job to dress up as a venerable servant and to go to the wedding welcome party. And I went to the party, and I found Gemma Bronzebeard again, and I was supposed to wait for a moment where she was alone or away from the crowds. And then I was to go to the kitchen and let in a cloaked dwarf in the back door. And that was my job. What'd that dwarf look like? He had the same face as the boss. Okay. Yeah. What does right. that face look like? He's kind of... Pale, handsome. A little Hans too handsome? Handsome in a gentle way, not in a dwarf way. It looks weird when he has a, when he's on the You want to trust face. him. It's crazy that he went on an assassin mission dressed as himself and not borrowing a, another hollow body. The hollow body, that's how the hollow bodies work. Mm. It's always his face in the uh, hollow body. Yes, I see, I see. Joris, who ordered the hit? Uh, well, first, our... The boss is going to kill us, right? We're your new boss now, Joris. Yeah. You let us worry about that. 
We're the best chance you've got of getting out of here. Yeah. I don't... We already paid Just kill it. me. Life is so bad. I no, don't, no, don't. no. All right, Just... Joris. Uh, all right. The Dwarfenage just received an anonymous donation <laughs> that was quite handsome, and I think it could be an accommodating place to ride this out. I didn't want to do what I did. I'm not stupid. I know you didn't. You're just I a young I know what kid happens. And... I know why people ask for people to be tracked. We're not blaming you. We know it's hard out there. We've seen Although, if you blame yourself, this may be a good opportunity for some self-reflection, so I'm <laughs> not going to stand in the way of that. But I'm showing you forgiveness. Tell you what, Joris, the, uh, that noble that you tracked, Gemma, that was pretty much my girlfriend. <laughs> I did this for a thousand gold that I could give to the Dwarfenage. Dwarfens die all the time and no one cares. People die to save kings, die die to save queens, die for princes and princesses, but no one cares if Dwarfen freezes or Dwarfen starves. No one cares. Hey, I care. I'm a Dwarfen just like you. I know exactly what you and your kin need. Y'all need to go join the Cricks. Bunch of rowdy youngins. Y'all will fit in. With how do we... I've heard of this crick. Where is the crick? Hey, Harwell, we got space on your airship for all the dwarfings. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I grabbed Joris by the nape of the neck. <laughs> Tell you what, dude. You killed. The, you helped kill the only person I love. Right. I'm sorry. You can but, kill me if you want. My life sucks so much ass. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of you, but I made a promise to your sister that I wasn't going to let anything happen to you. So nothing's going to happen to you. And you know what, Moonshine? As and and Bev, as the two new people that I actually love. Uh huh. Yeah. That's not a bad idea. There's room on there's room on the SS Stormborn <laughs> for a bunch of dwarfins. Hey, Joris, how are you at Ketchum? Ketchum? It has been a long time since I start I... chasing Joris. He's <laughs> like. Legs are tired from being chained. Oh. I do not. I do not want to play. <laughs> That's why I'm gonna get caught, Joris. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe next time. Yes. All right, I fireman carry him over my shoulder. Okay. All right. Also, is now like a moment? Does it feel like a moment that I could p- perhaps trance? If get you a little would, me time with Melora in. If you would like to take a short rest, you can try and see what happens. Short rest in the crypt where the devil was living seems like it might be dangerous. Onwards and upwards, fellas. Why don't we go? <laughs> we should go and meet um, Balnor at this tavern. Yeah, and we can maybe, and we can hopefully rest. There. Also, yeah. there's a chance that if Joris was tracking Gemma, Joris also knows where uh, Coldane is as well. Yeah. So good oh, person to have on okay. our side. Yeah, oh, I am I at one hit point. I don't um, think Coldane is okay. Where do you think? Where do you think that he got murdered? On a hunt? Yes, I think he was killed out in the tundra. Do you think he was killed by the Winter Wolves, or do you think that Akarat? No, I did not see the face of the man who ordered the hit, um, but I heard him one time. Uh, I was down here for a meeting with the boss. Oh, it, it wasn't Akarat who ordered the hit? Akarat works for the order, but somebody... I know, but we had this theory that he was trying to impress his dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, go on, young Joris. Um, somebody came down, and so I hid, and I listened near the door. 
and uh, there was a man here. I heard the man yelling, and uh, he was angry, and he said, I wanted him dead. I didn't know he would have the hammer. Now it's lost. <gasps> and the boss said, you give me gems, and I offered to take two lives in exchange. The fate of the hammer was not a part of it. You know, he has that deep voice. You yeah, know yeah, what I yeah. Mean? Yeah, he was talking like that. He said the hammer was not a part of it. And then the other guy was very mad. He was yelling at him. And But the boss said, uh, do you still want me to go through with it and take the second life? And the guy said, yes, I'll find the hammer myself. But even if I get my hands on it, I still need to do this the right way. That is all I remember. And then they started talking quietly, and the man calmed down, and I couldn't hear. And some of the acolytes came by and had to rush off. So we know that Akarat needed the gems to capture Ulfgar. I imagine that's the gems he's talking about. Does Ulfgar have the hammer? Does some, what is the hammer? I think that uh, Gerard Coldane took the hammer hunting. Gerard. Yeah. So the hammer is the lost somewhere beyond the wall. The hammer's in the tundra. Yeah. <gasps> Y'all, looks like we got to cash in uh, that giant coin, make some friends up there, right? Something ain't fundra in the tundra. <laughs> Something's a sundra in the tundra. Nice. <laughs> it's very good. That's very good. Could you guys kill me? Um, no way, dude. Why? No, I promised your sister I wouldn't. We're... Let's case this How uh, room. How about this? We'll drop you off at the dwarfenage, and that's sort of like a life sentence in itself, right? Mm. Yes, I kind of uh, agreed to do this job because I knew that uh, the gold would just go to the orphanage and I would not have to live with myself because I would be inducted and I would just become zombies. So you have saved me. Um, please chop my head off. Do you Did have you? the gold, by the way? The gold will be delivered to orphanage. You should be there to enjoy that bounty with your sister. Although, is him being there going to compromise the orphanage? We have a safe room. Yeah, let's at the take tavern. him to the safe room. <laughs> let's just lock him in an inn. Yeah, <laughs> I think we, I think we should take him back to the orphanage and just tell him to hide. Tell him to pack up all of those kids. Tell him to get everybody to pack a bag. Yeah. We go and deal with uh, Jaina, yeah. Balnor, and then we come back for the kids afterwards. Joris, are you worried that the orphanage won't be safe if you're there? You see, Joris. Uh, with his one good eye, looks out into the room, sees all the guys that you've killed. He goes, I don't know how many more guys the boss has here. This used to be a thieves' guild that hid out down here. Cool. And they would sometimes give petty jobs for dwarfins to do for a little bit of money. And then the boss showed up, and the boss took over, and uh, suddenly... Uh, money started coming in more. Joris, do you want to be in charge of the Thieves' Guild? Yeah, Joris, what <laughs> if we left you here to reinstate the Thieves' Guild? That would be pretty fucking dope, That's honestly. pretty badass, right? Yeah, That's... you should do that. I'll be honest, I met a lot of people in Frostwind that have more money than they deserve. I do have a fucking cool-ass eye patch now. Yeah, do you want to redistribute yeah. the wealth a little bit, bud? Yeah. Yeah, we need to kill these fucking bootlickers. No, 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 no. Don't kill, no just steal. Yeah, Robin Hood style, maybe. Just steal, okay. Yeah. I will consider this. Please carry me home. I am so hurt. Okay, okay. Yes. well, we've we've turned you around on wanting to die, so that feels like a yeah, big thing. Yeah, it feels like a wind call. I no longer want to die. I just want to be a good criminal. He doesn't want to die. Uh -huh. He doesn't want to die. <laughs> 
Uh, cool. So in this room, it's just a ton of bodies strewn about and candles and this one symbol that, Bev, you recognize as being the same symbol as your coin, but your party doesn't know that you have that. Mm. I turn it around in my pocket a few times. <laughs> Beverly, come <laughs> to me. Akarat, is that you? That's me. <laughs> Where are you now? My son. Bev, are you whispering to the wall? What? Yeah, babe, oh. What's going on? No, I was I was rehearsing lines. All right, let's mm. drop this. For a play I'm doing later, let's uh, drop this Cyclops dwarf back at his dwarfenage. Sounds good. So you guys go back out through the double doors. Uh, and as you walk out, you see that you guys have pretty much fucking cleaned house here. Um, but at the other end of the hall, you see this faceless nude dwarf, mm. completely devoid, just smooth downstairs, just <laughs> devoid of nipples and private parts, hobble out of a room at the far end of the hallway near where you guys entered. Oh shit, is that like a hollow body uh -oh. factory? And it walks on shaky legs, almost bow-legged, oh. down the hall towards you. It's you a baby see, hollow body. You guys see Akarat's face forms there, and he goes, do I scare you when I'm like this? Put on a pair of pants or I something. I don't, I don't, do you attack him? Yeah, why wouldn't we? Okay. So Moonshine rushes up and swings her sword at him. I got a 26. Uh, yeah, that hits uh, this uh, nude Akarat. 19. Uh, you slash him in half. He's gone. Oh. <laughs> okay, that was weird. Are All there right, any more then. of those things around? I guess, it, I mean, it seems like it's a, a sort of hollow body uh, hatching facility. Yeah, was there like a, where did that thing come from? Uh, so he came from uh, the end of the hall uh, where you guys had seen the acolytes come out of uh, when you guys were entering. Cool. Uh, I get my amulet out and I start whipping it around on its chain. Okay. Kind of making it whistle a little bit. <laughs> and are you guys going down to that room? Should we? Yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Let's, let's sneak down there. Cool. So you guys sneak down to this room. You guys see that there are these like, there are runes all over the ground. There's uh, there's like the D&D &D equivalent of like pentagrams and graffiti everywhere. Just these signs of Akarat all over the place Ugh. and like melted candles everywhere and all these like half bodies on the ground. And you see another void faced hollowed guy. Uh, suddenly Akarat's face appears on it again. Ugh. Oh, hello. Hi. It's good to see you again. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. What are you doing here? This body is a failure. It's really no danger to you. I can't even stand up with this one. And you see he's just uh, gyrating his hips into the sky. I try kicking the crotch to see what happens. Uh, that doesn't even hurt me. Wow. He's not lying, guys. <laughs> Listen. Leave these dwarfins alone. I... Quit exploiting them. You can offer deals to us, but not them, all right? Yeah, we're turning, They're under our protection now. We're returning this place to an honorable thieves' den. <laughs> That's what these bodies are. The members of this thieves' guild, none of them were strong enough to become a hollow body except for the guild master, who I used to... And he looks at you, hard one. Throw the knife. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, I threw the knife. Oh, you threw the knife. I threw the knife. Oh, that's really great for you. Are you making fun of you my son voice? son of a bitch, I chopped that guy's head <laughs> off. Is it, you, you fully, I'm not even going to make you roll. You fully chop off this dude's head, and then another face appears on another one of them. This one is just a torso, like, hanging on the wall. Why'd you throw the knife? 
because I was ordered to. I made a deal. I needed those gems to get Ulfgar. Ulfgar belongs to me. No, Ulfgar belongs to me. I chopped that one's head off too. Head's gone. There are, I'm gonna say there are four left. Great. Okay, let's, we got, we got a couple of spares <laughs> left, so get your anger out now. Joris, you wanna punch one? <laughs> I would like to punch one. I uh, give Joris my axe in case he says anything. <laughs> Joris goes over and cuts another one. Uh, there's three left now. All right, Joris, a little trigger happy. I said in case he said anything. Do you want up. me to kill a th- another one? Wait, wait, Joris, I got a better idea. I make one look like it's humping another one. Oh, so funny, dude. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, I guess we wait for the head to okay. reappear. Another, another. Who ordered you to kill Gemma? Join the order and I'll tell you. That ship has sailed. If you're not going to join the order, then I will just have to take Ulfgar back from you with my prime body. Yeah? Your, does your prime body have a dick? Because these ones are not very <laughs> impressive. <laughs> just because I'm a writhing little body on the ground right now does not mean I fail today. Sounds like something you really have to tell yourself to Is it? be yeah. able also to fall asleep like, at night. Also sounds like something that you uh, put in an Instagram picture. Can I, like no. a quote that you write into Can a Can I picture? try to pray to his dad uh, to tell him that he failed? Go ahead, pray to my dad. <laughs> See if I care, dude. Hey, Pelor, can you patch me through to Ilsed? Ooh, I'm going to do the same. Melora, same. I rolled a one, but I'm going to re-roll that. That's just an 11. I got a 16. Uh, go ahead and give me wisdom saving throws. Oh, oh right. I tried to talk to Il said. Uh, that's going to be uh, 16 plus 4. Okay, so 20. 20. 26. 26 and 20. You guys are like joking around, <laughs> pretending to pray to the devil, and you're like, ah, Melora, patch me through to Il said. And you just hear a voice in your head, I'm in. And you guys like quickly, whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> oh, God. push oh, it out of your minds. You have a very beautiful son. He's so powerful. My dad. My dad is going to kill you guys. It's weird. When I talked to him, I was like, I'm with your son. And he was like, who? He didn't say that. You lie. You're lying to me. Yeah. uh, I was also patched through to him, and he said you were a tiny little bitch boy. He didn't say that. I saw him, and he was with a beautiful woman trying to conceive another son. What? You wouldn't do that. He has one beautiful boy. He didn't say another son. He said a first son. What? First son. A son for for once, for finally. Yeah, it's weird. I saw a family portrait, but like one of the, like a little baby's face was just like scratched. It was a family portrait, and it was just your dad. All of your blood across the snow. He said he didn't love your mom anymore. <laughs> I heard him on the phone saying he wanted to join the PTA, but he had no children. Oh, real funny, guys. This is real freaking funny. You guys just wait till you meet my prime body. When you meet my prime body, yeah, you are screaming me. at us, and you were a tiny yeah. little naked. Yeah, you're also talking up that prime me. body a lot. This prime body better have at least. It's freaking two jacked. Tails. I'm freaking Does jacked IRL. I'm jacked IRL. Does it have a tail? Does it have a barbed tail? Um, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like you just <laughs> just decided that it Go ahead and do an insight check. See if you believe that he, that he has a tail. He rolled a five. I got I got a fifteen. You fully don't believe that he has a tail. <laughs> yeah, right. You got a tail. Um, you got as much of a I tail. I don't need as a freaking tail. Tails are dumb. You probably just got a big old butt nub. You guys might have Ulfgar right now, but it doesn't matter because you guys need the king's hammer to get him out. So you'll seek out the king's hammer, and when you find it, guess what? I know where it freaking is, and I'll be there waiting for you. I kick it in its nude butt. This, <laughs> just just to knock it. I don't know. Yeah, can I it. can I slap him across the face? <laughs> 
just to knock the Akarat out of him. You slap him across the face. You see the Akarat face shifts. You (laughs) kick him in the butt. You see his whole body uh, twitches. You break several bones, and you just twist it on the ground, just gyrating. Sorry about that. You were were in the middle of threatening us. What was it that you wanted to say? Is Akarat still in there? I just want to kick the Akarat out of him. You know, this isn't the only way to control bodies. The giants are angry, and they have the hammer, and when they get to that crack in the realm, they will use the hammer to shatter it, and then there will be chaos, and we will bring order. And that's where we'll end our episode. No! I hate order! (laughs) I love order. I love chaos and then order. We like light chaos. You know, this guy's like a just, side of chaos. This guy's just um, bad glad. Gabad. <laughs> Gabad mixed with Adam Driver. <laughs> Dark Adam Driver. And a fucking mound. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, guys, if you want to hear us chat about this epi, uh, go over to the Patreon, patreon.com slash nadpod. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. We don't sing yet. But I do want to promise on this short rest that I will be trying to come up with a pun name for the studio because the boy cave... Uh, the 2DO is pretty solid like, you guys all three you brought it and I haven't oh, done shit but shit. listen to the short rest and I will bring down the house with my pun oh yes. my god I can't wait I've got no idea what it is we'll have a fourth studio it's just name. gonna be a 45 minute episode where Jake is entirely silent and then just chimes in <laughs> recording calls it, time place he's like collage collage the, Collage. Yeah, that's pretty good. It actually is. M's got two. Now relax good with it, okay? Because relax. Feel like I could have gone there. The, yeah. the California Crick. Oh, that's good too. Knock it off, uh, guys. Ooh. Check out uh, Dropout. Uh, hey, you, you can uh, check out the streaming yeah, service. Caldwell's got Cartoon Hell on there with Nathan Yaffe. Ooh, Ch- special guest Akarat next week. Special guest Akarat. <laughs> Um, Jake and Amir have Lonely and Horny, of course. Emily and I have Fantasy High. Fantasy High. Uh, which is a um, D&D. Big and Riz for the win. Oh, yeah. That's enough. A D&D <laughs> play talk about other D&D <laughs> campaigns I'm not on. Uh, what is the promo code? Signup.dropout.tv slash nadpod, N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Nice. Uh, and we a- are... Is there any? <laughs> don't don't sing yet again. There's one more thing to plug. Oh yes, hot date on Netflix, baby. Yes, check out me and Emily's sketch show on Netflix called Hot Date and buy it's book. It's really different, but there's also some there's some Nadpod. Even though we wrote it and filmed it before we did Nadpod, there's some you know Nadpod flavor in Perhaps. there. My wife wrote for that show. Yeah. Yes, that's true. Yeah, Susanna. Support Wolf. me. Yeah. Uh, Caldwell, you have anything else, Bug? I do. Uh, This Saturday, November 3rd, I believe, uh, you can watch Big City Greens at 8 a.m. on Disney Channel. Wake up nice and early and check it out. Uh, John Hamm guest stars in our Thanksgiving Black Friday episode. Yeah. (laughs) And of course, follow us on Twitter at chmurf is me, at Caldy is Caldwell, at eaxford is Emily, and at Jake Hurwitz is Jake. You know what? What is the address for our P.O. box? Because we need we need stuff for our studio. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, it is 1920 Hellhurst Avenue, number 222, Los Feliz, California, 90027. I want to very quickly give shout-outs to David, who sent us a pair of very funny socks that Emily is wearing, wearing right now. I'm wearing right now. Gavin, who sent us a DVD of the animated series of Dungeons & Dragons. Which We're is watching old... it right now. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, look forward to that on a, a mixed bag in the future. Absolutely, for sure. Leanne, who sent us some cool dragon egg clay cups. For real, I am Jake drinking, drinking whiskey out of one right, right now. now. Yeah, it warms your whiskey, which is, you know, bad for the whiskey, but cool. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Laura at Ace Plus Crafts sent us some keychains, some pins, and a band of boobs pennant, which is hanging above the bathroom door. <laughs> yes. ta- yeah, we're going to take photos of all this and put it on the uh, yeah. Pod Instagram, yeah. right? But do yeah. check out at Ace Plus Crafts because I believe that uh, Laura makes cool stuff like that. So get at them if you want some cool stuff. Very cool. Yes, yeah. we have a shelf of pawpaws right now in the bookcase. Yeah. We have three, three big old pawpaws. Mm-hmm. We got pawpaws. We got a nanofly cross stitch. <laughs> Send us more pawpaws so that they can, you know, mate and make more pawpaws. Yes. Oh, that's my dream that I open up this door in the morning and there's more pawpaws than there was last night. Just the house is infested with pawpaws. I can't wait until there's too many pawpaws for us to fit in the room. Until we can soundproof the room with pawpaws. (gasps) Oh, my lord. I just realized I didn't even mention pawpaw this entire episode. I hate when I do that. Pawpaws with Balnor. Oh, Thank God. <laughs> he might be freaking captured. You don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. We gotta get back to that fucking We gotta get back. You guys Reunite don't know. Reunite me with my son. And tweet about the show using hashtag NADPOD. That's N-A-D-D-P-O-D. Here we go. We are, we are the youth of the nation. We are, we are the youth of the nation. It's the end of the show, everybody, and that means we need to shout out our benevolent council of elders. It's just me this week, but I'm bringing the energy and enthusiasm and the sadness. Starting with Matthew M., the Bullywug Prince. Somewhere in Bohemia lurks a dark coven of Nullywugs. They are foul toads who don't brush their teeth, have terrible gingivitis, and are Matthew's sworn enemy. Brad D., the only pebble pot that isn't craven. Every year at Pebble Pot Thanksgiving, Brad never gets any food because he's too busy cutting everyone's meat so that they don't choke. Jay Loma, 72, a.k.a. Steelbreaker, Hard Ones Gymspiration. Steelbreaker hasn't had a slider in over nine months because they don't do cheat days, they do cheat years. Andrew A., a.k.a. Feldspar Ligard and the Half Elf. Andrew is half elf, half caffeine, two pumps of caramel, and just a dash of cinnamon. Next time you go to Starbucks, ask for the Feldspar. It's delicious. Taylor Papa the Six, a legendary bard to whom no item isn't an instant instrument once played a reanimated skeleton like a xylophone that sound was so beautiful the skeleton stopped attacking grew organs and skin then left to join the peace corps dylan b a super weak wizard who wields 12 swords he is so bad at actually wielding these swords that he accidentally invented blade singing which is a DD subclass where you do badass sword tricks way to go dylan b just be sure no one else is around while you're practicing simon w the bootleg of hard one soft law Soft Loss actually dated Gemma after she and Hard One broke up. It also didn't work out, but Gemma did introduce Soft Loss to his new fiance, Emma. 
Stone. Congrats, Soft Loss. I'm sure you two will be very happy. Danny P., Bahumia's resident artist, painted Hard One Senior Portrait at the Dwarfenage. All the other Dwarfins just got their photos taken, so Hard One's fully nude, double-page portrait spread really stuck out. Tom P., Father of the Realm, the serenader of sleeping babies and kisser of boo-boos. Unlike touch hands, Tom P.'s boo-boo smooch fully heals you and can be used as many times as he wants. Spencer Caskbrew, patron elder of libations, ale maker to gods and hero heroes of Bohemia alike, made a farmhouse saison that was so freaking tart it made even Polor's mighty lips pucker. Pedro E., bard of the mountains, bards travel from across the land to seek Pedro's tutelage, which is weird because, like, he's got a YouTube channel. Griffin SD, a.k.a. the stranger, the silver dragonborn eldritch knight and owner of the Badger's Pint Inn and Tavern, update on the Badger v. Stranger case. Unfortunately, the court ruled against Griffin, and they had to change the name of their bar to the Booger's Pint Hotel and Lounge. That badger will pay. Beardman Dan, the longest beard in Bohemia. Dan's beard is so big that he could cut it and make hair sweaters for everyone in Bohemia. He doesn't, though, because that went over super poorly when he did it for his family last Christmas. Scott D., a dwarf teen who loves doing BMX stunts. Unfortunately, their legs are too short to reach the pedals, so they had to settle for big wheel stunts. It might sound lame, but they once jumped over 12 anti-paladins at once. Even Akarot was impressed. Aaron C., one of the winter wolves that went hunting with Prince Coldane, definitely wasn't taking a whiz and checking their speaking stone while any sort of ambush was happening. Nope, definitely not Aaron C. Hermes W., the Bat King. Sometimes Hermes misses the simpler days when they were but a bat prince and could waste their nights eating bugs and shrieking at rocks to see where they are in the dark, but alas, those days have passed. T. Alex, Akarat's hollow body he uses exclusively for date nights, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Awooga. Parker E., the Bahumian sorting hat, currently not affiliated with any school of wizardry, but if you put them on, they'll tell you exactly what you're going to eat for dinner in exactly two years. RJW, like Joris, also has one smoky Akarat eye. Got it on purpose because RJ is super goth and wanted to impress their co-workers at Hot Topic. Spartus, the assassin guildmaster who provided the body for Akarat. Unknown to Akarat, Spartus actually gave themselves up willingly because they were looking for a change and thought working for hell might be just the spark they need. Adam Rust, the rustiest armor in all of Bohemia, only the rustiest scavengers of the crick even compare, and even Uncle Red, a rat man who sleeps at a shipyard, suggested Adam's armor could use a buff. Brent B., Tautalanus magic, not wizard magic though, the magic of being polite, just saying hi to somebody could make their day. Cassandra MHP has so much HP that they were harpooned by the harvester beast in their sleep and didn't even notice until morning. Danielle, the dastardly dame. Danielle is so dastardly that she stole the money Joris earned for the dwarfenage and gave it to some rich kids. Sort of a reverse Robin Hood. Hugh C, aka Haldor Frostback, MVP of the Giant Wars, crewed on the SS Stormborn and fought alongside Elias and Red, is currently retired and living in the tundra with nothing but a sleeping bag and a flag and a veil. Now that's a thick hide. Manny the Mundane, accidental deity who got in the way of a lich's spell to reach divinity, which you reach in to your bag of trail mix and get a nice ratio of M&Ms, that's Manny smiling down at you. 
Daniel Yu, aka Multifor, has the power to clone themselves. Usually just uses it to get chores done faster, but boy do those dishes get washed. Jordan DJ, legendary DJ of the realm, is also a capable warrior who throws records Kung Lao style. Jeffrey S, Lord of the Fjord, born of the sword, whose hair was shorn. That's right, Jeffrey is bald and jacked and frequently mistaken for the rock. Cutter W, a high elf dandy turned crick architect. Business has been down since everyone left the crick. It's pretty much just Cutter walking around trying to sell houses to nannerflies and chipper monks. Read the market, Cutter. You gotta move, buddy. Lex S, the escape artist, the only person to ever escape the Cold Iron Keep dungeon. It was a great blow to the Frost Dwarf's pride, so now they just execute everyone instead. John S, aka Schubert the Mushroom, is actually a distant cousin of Toad from Mario Kart, believe it or not. Ryan M, the greatest tournament fighter in Bohemia, once knocked Ulfgar off of his horse during a joust. Ulfgar did kick his ass at the bar later, though. Elena C, the reason that Scoutmaster Denny is so craven, gave him a wedgie so fierce in middle school that Denny began to fear everyone. Andrew M, a Frostwind hot dog vendor who is secretly selling demon dicks to their customers Sweeney Todd style. Ricky, aka Tricky Ricky of the Cricky, had to stay behind when the rest of the Crick elves left the Crick, otherwise their nickname wouldn't make sense. Andrew R, a dwarf with gigantism, is indistinguishable from above human, but Andrew is pretty self-conscious about it. Cannibalistic Cthulhu, a gnome cannibal who eats other gnomes, the band of boobs consider this a heroic act. Michael McDee, head mixologist at the Blue Mana Inn, a bartender so dedicated to his craft that even his virgin daiquiris are very, very alcoholic. Victor T, Balnor's boy whose loving dad was ripped from his family and transported to another world. The one solace his boy has is that he knows his dad isn't around to see the crumbling of the Ottoman Empire. Henry A, inhabited the super sad hell demon body for just a minute to see if he could hold back the tears. You know what? But he could. Lance W wears not just one, but two badass eye patches. He looks twice as cool as Joris, and he still has both of his eyes. Justin I invented the Eye Stone, a new smart speaking stone that all of Bohemia is using to take photos of their vacations in the Feywild. Caleb was stuck on a deserted island in the middle of the ocean with no hope of survival when suddenly a magnificent hell dolphin fell from the sky and he was able to ride its dorsal fin back home. Clayton M, a claymation Dalmatian, super into thrift lately and is making some great finds at Salvation. TJM and Orc personal trainer Beverly Togold enlisted to try to plump his rump. No matter how many squats Bev did though, he couldn't get his ass cheeks thicker than a Pop-Tart. The professional, the only lawyer to ever successfully beat Papa in litigation, someone carved Mo into his car after the trial and he is a sneaking suspicion who it is. Jacob C. Pantsed Ruskak when he emerged half killed from the crypt, now he's the new dwarfin leader. Elena M. Eats every meal with a fork and a sword. It's very intimidating, but very impractical. She's ruined countless dishes. Gone Off. When Gone Off was in college, they did the first ever crick stand. They stood upside down over a vat of crick water and huffed and huffed as people chanted their name. It was epic, but they lost a lot of brain cells. Mick Pucks, the codemaster who created our amazing website, he also once hacked Galad's scrying sword and saw him dry humping his pillow as he whispered, oh, Rosaline. Earl and Kathleen L., a loving dwarven couple who almost adopted a hard one till they saw that his quads were so abnormally large that they knew he'd never fit in their low-ceilinged dwarven house. Dylan M., a half-elf peddler of smut, he makes a chaos and order magazine that Akarat routinely beats it to. Jibe G., not that she'll ever open it, but Jibe got Gemma a really tasteful wedding gift. It's pointless to talk about now, that sh now though, since she was unceremoniously murdered by Brian Murphy, but it was a candle that smelled like her hometown, but she's dead now. Jake wrote that one. Corbin A., 
Tay tried to return a necklace to Venerals and Morin hit in the wall, so Corman kicked it down. Take that, Morin. Atlas Storm Reaper. Atlas just opened his very own Josh Fit. He's not promoting the meal plan, but everything else he's super into. Anyone can open a Josh Fit. That's the beauty of a box gym. Josh Stritch, a super jacked ostrich that has never had jock itch, even though they very rarely watch their jock strap. Cameron McKee, owner and proprietor of McUnold's, the only fast food chain in Bohemia owned and operated by awakened female sheep. E.L. Dreg, a.k.a. the Dregernaut, a deep-sea diver who spent their whole life training and mastering breath exercises and still can't hold their breath as long as moonshine can. Cameron C., the only barista in Bohemia, has mastered steaming oat milk, which is good because lactose intolerance is rampant in Bohemia. PJW, a fighter who made a pact with Ilsaid to learn one cantrip, sacrificed their soul but can cast dancing lights whenever they want. Damiel R., probably best known from the Bohemian viral video, Dan Damiel. Quentin J. started the beloved Crick autumnal tradition of Crick or Creep, in which you go stump to stump collecting crawdaddies in your timeout bag. Josh S., a crow keeper who's missing their beloved indoor crow, Kaka. Accidentally left a window open and Kaka escaped, is worried sick because Kaka is diabetic and needs an owner who pays close attention to it, not one that forgets it for multiple episodes in a row. Dom R, a warlock lamp maker whose powers their lanterns with dark instead of light. It's really confusing, but it makes sense when you see it. Jeremy B, the scientist who first discovered the use of hollow bodies, intended it for good, imagining people who were paralyzed or injured could use hollow bodies. Penta tell all, confessing that now they see how it's been used, they wish they'd never invented it. Logan C, the opossum veterinarian who, during a routine checkup for soft spots, cut a malignant tumor in its early stages on Pawpaw. It was successfully removed, and Pawpaw has been medically cleared for both scrambling and general mischief. Baby Doc, a time traveling baby who works out of a DeLorean airship believed to have connection to the appearance of one Balnor. Jennifer V, part of an elite circle of wizards from Frostwind called the Blizzards. It sounds like they do cool ice magic, but really they just use their arcane know-how to keep the streets plowed. Colin G, the G stands for Gladeholm. Colin comes from a super elitist family of high elves, but he's secretly been letting Crick elves crash in the pool house. Matt H, the giant diplomat who brokered the peace deal at the end of the giant wars. Barrington is the dwarven teen who's taken the lead ever since Ruskak emerged from the crypt telling everyone he was a little bitch. Jacob J, a bard that uses mirror image to turn themselves into a teen idol supergroup. The choreography is really intricate, but the fact that they do it in sync isn't all that impressive once you realize they're using mirror image. Destin C, a doctor in Bohemia, not a cleric, actually a barbarian who just went to med school, has no innate magical ability or packs with gods or goddesses, just studied really hard and is good at their job. Devin B, owns a genie lamp, which would be super cool in the reality we live in, but in Bohemia, it's kind of meh. Brags about the filigree and beveled gems on the lamp more than the genie itself. Nicholas R. introduced Bohemia to tapered jeans. Everyone's wearing tapered jeans now, thanks to Nicholas R. And finally, Jack W. Jack W. is actually Jack White. Jack White of the White Stripes lives in Bohemia. And with that, uh, that is the end of our Council of Elders. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you to all of our listeners. Thank you to all of our Patreon subscribers. And thank you to all of our Council of Elders. Head on over to the Patreon to listen to the short rest. We will catch you guys next time. Goodbye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.